Alright, cool. Welcome back, guys. So we have a very special episode, because today we're talking about real wargaming. And with me, hosting, is Kyle. Hey, so guys. This is Ron, and our special guest, John C., who is El Supremo, yes, <laughs> of the Philippine Board Gamers. Philippine Historical Board Gamers Club. I am the president, and I style myself as El Supremo. El Supremo. Because it when when I was looking for uh, our subject matter experts, mm-hmm. the the moment John entered the conversation, like they greeted El Supremo. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> this is pretty cool. No, just, just, just the people who are in the club. They, they, you know, it's something we have fun with. Right, it's, right. Uh, you know, Reginos and. Uh, you know, it's like Dino, he knows, and of course the, the field more gamer people. But we, we have fun with it. I mean, so I don't take it seriously, but it's just, it's just a fun thing. Yeah. It, it, how, how do you define war game? Because we, we, we have a series um, in, in Variable Play where we would talk about different genres and game mechanics. Sure. So we did worker placement, uh, uh, engine cooperative, building. engine building, mm-hmm. a little bit those. Mm-hmm. And one aspect that we thought we were trying to define <laughs> was, uh, like what I said earlier, was miniature war, uh, war gaming. But mm-hmm. apparently, we were talking about army fielding in miniature war gaming. Okay. But we wanted to figure out if there's like a difference between war gaming uh, in, in in your definition, especially with well, I mean, so I mean one one of the things that we do at field war gamers, we don't do a lot of miniatures. We don't do miniatures. <laughs> Sorry, you don't do any miniatures. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're definitely board, board games. Mm-hmm. We definitely use, uh, you know, everything is two-dimensional. Right. Um, you asked what is a war game? Um, I mean, so I, I, as a group, we, we tend not to even, we call them war games because that's the easiest way of mm-hmm. uh, describing them, but it's not really, uh, what we do is not really war gaming. We, we like to think of historical gaming. Okay. As a matter of fact, we call our games historical conflict simulators. So that might sound a little bit more Ooh. highfalutin. <laughs> but it's it's not to say not all of our games are about war. Right. We play politic, political games too. Oh, okay. We, we, there's there's a political aspect to it. We have games ah. that mix. Like my, like my favorite kind of games are games that mix politics and war. Okay. It 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 it, it uh, tends to default I, I to the name war gaming. A because house divided. A house divided is different. Yeah, house divided is a civil. It's an American civil war game. Okay, that tends to be more military. Okay, uh, less. Uh, there's really not a lot of political. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, there are a lot of ga- games that have like a political so touch to the war. It's more of conflict simulation. Yeah, conflict simulation, which can be political. Okay. Mm-hmm. Most like most most most. Uh, uh, Combat, of course, is war because war is the most easy, is the easiest conflict to. It's the most available conflict. It's, it's, yes, the most available <laughs> conflict. Exactly, it's there. Political politics, I mean, sand and Right, right, right. But uh, but uh, war is always, you know, like okay. like uh, uh, what was it? Computer game that says war never changes. Who said that? Uh, Fallout. Fallout. War yeah. never changes. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. Okay. Well, because uh, Mark uh, in our previous episode mentioned something about. Um, like war gaming, you need sort of movement in combat, and while I go like, okay, so in that sense, uh, Twilight Struggle in essence is not a war yeah, game. I mean, I would say war. I, I would say Twilight Struggle. I would tend to agree that it's not technically a war game, okay. uh, but it's certainly political. Yes, and okay. it's certainly very. Uh, 
uh, you know, there's not a lot of, uh, yeah, I guess there's not, yeah, you're right, there's not a lot of movement, and it's probably, but you it, know, honestly, one of the reasons why Mark doesn't enjoy the game, and that's fine, but the thing is, is that I, I do, because it, it, it tends to be very, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of the game. There's a lot of conflict. There's a lot of conflict in the game, there's okay. a lot of strategy, and of course, you know, you, you do go, you know, think about, uh, you know, you uh, the fact that you know you're fighting the Cold War again and all these things and, and it's, it's kind of nice you know you go back to it. Um, but I, I, in in that sense, I would I would sort of redefine wars. In you're right, it's it's conflict. And to me, Twilight Struggle felt like war. Yeah, of course, sure. it is a Cold War, but it there was no actual combat. There's if no combat, it, yes. There's combat. no Apple combat. We're, we're exerting influences. Yeah. We're trying to convince certain yeah. parties that, okay, you're now yeah. on our side. Right. But there was a lot of conflict mm-hmm. and, and, and sort of rubbing yeah. who, right, the right, wrong right. places. Yeah. And, and that really felt like war for me because it's not only just the destroying a unit. Yeah. Because, sure. So, I, I think I see what, what Mark is getting at, though. I think in like... Okay, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that, that, yeah, there's conflict, and there's movement, and then there's combat, and then, yeah, okay. okay, there's a lot of that in a, in a technical, uh, I guess, in a, in a technical war game. So, conflict simulation games, is yeah. what you guys... It's what I would, I would more call our historical conflict simulations. Sounds very highfalutin, but it's really more descriptive than just simply saying war games, because again, like you mm-hmm. said, things like Twilight Struggle, you know, how do you categorize it? It's not really right, a war right. game. You know, I mean, you, that question whether or not Twilight struggles the war game is, is something that we discuss. But it's definitely a conflict simulation. It is definitely conflict simulation. <laughs> it is definitely so simulation. I think that is the better term now for Maybe, for, for yeah, defining sure, for what we do. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And and so the purpose of why conflict historical simula- conflict simulation. Well, okay. <laughs> so so meaning if, for example, it was like a space. Yeah. Yeah. Right, exactly. That's what I was getting at. Because that's why I wanted to, to get at that. Because some people would say that, that's where cigar and some of us draw the line. Huh? Okay. Some some people will say, yeah, I'm I'm willing to to, to to do this and and you know think about Star Trek and and you know that kind of like a situation where you have the Klingons and everything. Yeah, that's a war game. Okay, fine. You know that's that's okay. That's cool. Um, what about War of the Rings? Uh, the, 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 yep. You know the Hobbits well, and all that. That's also but it's certainly not historical. Right. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> So I guess in my interest tends to be more historical, but that's 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 a quirk that I have. I, okay. You know, some people might okay that's on the line. At the same time, some people don't enjoy political games. I do, you know. So yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So why do you? What's what's the interest uh, in, in in conflict simulation? Because one one thing that uh, another previous episode Jay Matta mentioned, like there are. He, he got to try a game with you guys before, and he was put in a country where he is destined to lose. But it's part of the simulation. That's why everything that he gets are really sort of lopsided to, to the enemy um, at his specific situation. Okay. Um, and people were sort of explaining to him that that is what happened in history. Yeah. Um, that if you don't... So, yeah. I don't know. Uh, so I, I, I guess, to, to address that, I mean, I mean, it's not really much of a game if you can't win, right? That's if, true. <laughs> you know, I mean, if, it isn't much of a game if, for instance, like, if, for instance, you have six people 
and I think I know the game that, that, that Jay's talking about. Um, uh, if there are six people in that game, for instance, and technically speaking, if one person can never win or is very unlikely to win, then, then it's not much of a game. It's okay. kind of broken. So in part of the design, part of the challenge of designing war games is making sure that it's balanced. Right. Mm-hmm. There are war games that, like, that simulate certain battles or something, like one-sided. And, you know, like... Political na yung paghila to In a sense, like, I have a game on the on the German invasion of Poland. Okay, mm-hmm. World War II. Yeah, World War II on the German invasion of Poland. Now, there's no way that the Poles are ever going to win that game. <laughs> no. But that's not the objective of the Poles, really, okay. in that mm-hmm. game, you know. I see. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, they're going to get overrun, but whether or not you can, you know, so a lot of these things are going to be like, can you last longer than, you know, some of them will be, can you last longer Actually, than historically? Okay, <coughs> until Britain comes to your aid. I guess, or, or, it, it didn't, there's also a game on Bataan that I, that I have, and it's a game on the, on the Battle of Bataan. Okay. There's no way the Filipinos and the Americans are going to win that war, that, that battle. But their, their victory conditions are predicated on whether or not they can delay the Japanese victory okay. beyond what it was historically what historically happened. Okay. Second, part of the challenge of developing war games or content simulations is making sure that everybody's got a chance to win, or at least a more or less equal chance to win. Um, yeah, because obviously, if 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 you know, it's broken, and it's kind of pointless. Yeah, is this game? I I played a similar game with G before. It took us thirteen hours to mm-hmm. finish the game. Is this something on that thing? Yeah, could be. Um, uh, is there a reason why we're being quiet and not mentioning the name of the game? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, the I game I'm thinking about uh, the game I'm thinking about uh, that Jay may have because Jay, I knew Jay played it and he was familiar with it and he enjoyed it to some extent. What's the game here? I stand. Ah, okay. Uh, I think maybe Seven Ages was the one the game that you. Ah, no, yung sami naman was uh, Advanced Civilization. Ay. Oh, Advanced Civilization, yeah. That that I also played a little bit uh, way back in the so, when I first started there. But yeah, that, that that takes a while. Yeah, Advanced Civilization takes a while. 30 hours. But yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, the um, here I stand gives about more than eight or ten. It can it can it didn't last a while. I, I think it's here I stand that the game was not. Okay. Uh, what was the game about? Here I Stand is a game about, again, okay, this is interesting because we're talking about politics, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here I Stand is, not, is a war game, but it doesn't, it's not a particular war about, rather it's the era of the time of Henry VIII, oh. around yeah. that time, mm-hmm. and uh, what they call, uh, as a matter of fact, if you look at the box, so Here I Stand, the Wars of the Reformation. Okay. Okay, okay. so uh, that was around the time of Martin Luther, as a matter of fact, that's the first event that happened during the game is Martin Luther's Five Thesis. Mm-hmm. And what happens is, is that you've got six powers on the board. You've got, you've got England, you've got France, you've got the Protestants, you have the Papacy, you have the Habsburgs, which is Spain and what you would say Austria are the Habsburgs. No, no Netherlands? That comes later. Oh, okay. um, who did I miss? England, France, oh, the Ottomans are the Turks. Okay. So each of the six players have different goals, okay? And they have different ways of achieving their goals. Henry VIII, for instance, is is interesting because England has particular goals, and one of the big ways that they can score big is for Henry to have a son. Okay. 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 Uh, so there's a there's a mechanic in the whole game where he goes through his wives and basically 
tries to have a boy. Okay. Okay. And you can have, you know, you can go through Mary and Elizabeth and all that stuff. Or you could just have Edward VII come out and everything's happy, everything's, everything's hunky-dory and he's healthy and everything. And all the other wives just don't appear in the game anymore. Okay. But anyway, that's England. And they also are interested in the spread of Protestantism. So the English and the Protestant are natural allies. Yeah, they're natural allies. The English player and the Protestant player are natural allies. Okay. The Protestant player tends to be that, uh, you know, the Martin Luther character. He tries to be the spread Protestantism. Their victory conditions are to try to be, try to convert Europe, as much of Europe as possible to Protestantism. Okay, that's cool. Then you've got <laughs> France, France has, you know, they have their eyes in the New World, and England also has eyes in the New World, and Spain has eyes in the New World. Mm-hmm. And that sort of thing. And they eventually go to war with one another sometimes. So there, you have the politics. You've got the negotiations back and forth. You've got England asking the Pope, the papacy is a player. So the England has to ask for a divorce from the Pope. Yeah, and the Pope has to have some kind of concession from the English. And mm-hmm. the English could say, no, I'm not going to give you any concession. And the Pope says, well, I'm going to grant you your divorce. So they have to work around that. Okay. So the Pope has his victory conditions. Okay. Okay. Anyway. The Ottomans have their own victory conditions, which is basically just, they're more military, they're not really more, they're less, you know, they're, they're less subtle, they're basically just hammering, just, <laughs> just, uh, just go to war. They're not yeah. as, but you know, there's a lot of negotiations between the players, there's a lot of negotiating between the players. Uh, you know, some, 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 some players are allied with others, that sort of thing. So. Even if only briefly, but, you know, try to object to, try to, uh, get to some kind of common, Goal or something. So the game is asymmetrical. Yes, very much so. Very. I, I think a lot of um, conflict simulation games are always sort of designed where it's very different flavors or kind of yeah, um, yeah, kind of. Um, I think so. It can be because I mean. Because like in, in miniature wargaming, mm-hmm. it's always, okay, you got a bunch of armies, these are points. Those are a bunch of armies, you still have points, and then you clash them. Then they basically have the same objectives, right? Yeah. Like, yes. Twilight Struggle is very symmetrical. It's not asymmetrical, it's very mm-hmm. symmetrical, because they have that, they both win the, at the same thing. The right. chess is very symmetrical. Yes. Right? They both have the same, 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 uh, same force and have the same uh, goals. In asymmetrical games, like Here I Stand or some other games that are... They have their own. Each side has its own has its own agenda, as it were. Okay. And they, no, they they uh, they have to get to get. So, okay. when 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 it's your first time to ever try to play a game yeah. like this, yes. always okay. How how do how how would I even start? Like, do I need to? I, no, I think read the no no. The rule book I, I, I think that um like let 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 take let's take Twilight Struggle for instance, um. I don't think you need to be interested in the interesting history of the Cold War to be to to, to find Twilight Struggle. Well, interesting. I, I don't think you need. I don't think yeah. you need to have an encyclopedic knowledge of right, the Cold right, War right. to enjoy Twilight Struggle. Mm-hmm. That said, if you do enjoy the if you do enjoy Cold War or enjoy the history of the Cold War, then that just makes it. That's a bonus. Right. That's a nice bonus. Right. Um, I know. Right. Another added from what said is that people play the game, then they become interested yes, in it. Yeah. Yes. Well, that that's a great. That's a great. That's a great thing, and that's I thought I would hope that that's part of what appeals to people with wargaming, that eventually or historical gaming, that they and they're interested in the history. Yes, and then they they start to study it for themselves, as we do, because I would like uh, 
you know, because of here I stand, I became interested in Tudor dynasty. I started to read up on Henry and, and all that nonsense, mm-hmm. wives and whatever happened to Elizabeth and, and, and Mary and Edward, the whole thing. So that you sort of started to, started to, you know, it sort of, it sort of takes off in your mind. You right. Know, but I'm, you know, how, what is that? I'm not looking at it. And you just started to read about these things. Um, but in terms of, because how you, do you start though? Because uh, yeah, that, that it's, it's that wide, no? Tapos you, I, 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 if it's like, you know, to fill eight to ten hours of gaming, you need to have complex, well, not complex, but rather um, expansive capabilities that you need to learn and you can do on a turn, for example. How does it work? I mean, typically how... I think that if, for instance, you're starting out, I don't really suggest that you start with a game that lasts eight hours. I, I know, I mean... Well, because... The Twilight Struggle is kind of a board game in the sense yeah. that you can explain how the, the game mechanics in maybe 10-15 minutes, mm-hmm. maybe you can you can cover most of it mm-hmm. uh, and just leave out some of the bits later. Mm-hmm. But it feels like a board game and it can finish maybe in a two hours? An hour and a half. So it it's compressed. Maybe anywhere from two to three hours. And right. I've actually played longer than that. But, but um, yeah, so Sa'akin is that how do you start you start ideally with, um, ideally with maybe a, a period that you're interested in. Okay. Like, do you like read the rules? No. Some, before. Uh, well, yeah, well, sometimes you do that. It depends on really. Like the way we do it at Phil Board Gamers, if you came and 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 said, "Oh, uh, you know, I'm kind of interested in learning about this, that, other thing, you know, this game, that thing, that, uh, we'll teach it to you, we'll we'll play with you, and we'll, we'll try to get you going and everything." Um, we won't try to teach you something that's really horribly complicated mm-hmm. because number one, it's kind of counterproductive, and you just well, you know just look like that. Um, so <laughs> I think yeah, yeah, yeah. You just, you just, yeah, because it can be very like that. You know, even for us, you know, so mm-hmm. then, like there are there there are board games I won't touch. It's like, <laughs> forget it. You know, and there's a rule book. No, it's not even well. Chapter one. <laughs> you know, and 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 then is the you know I. Uh, I was. I had the pleasure of going uh, last uh, July. No, last June, late June. I went to Arizona, and um, I went to a uh, a war game convention. Uh, oh. called Constant World, Constant World Expo, which is conflict right. simulation world. Constant World. Ah, yeah, that's what go. Mark always yeah, mentions. Constant, yeah, Constant World. Constant. Yeah. Okay. So Constant World, I went to it. It's very, very interesting because you know you got people playing, right? And they they're playing. There are a bunch of people there who are into playing what they call monster games. And these are games, not monster like orcs and dungeons no, okay, and goblins. No, but yeah. monster in the games, sense of... The games that, you know, I'm saying the, the the board is basically just occupies like four or five tables and then, you know, the, 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 the board actually makes a left turn somewhere. That was... <laughs> May ano ka na? May po, may, yeah, yeah, may pool stick. stick. You used to, you eat <laughs> well, it's, it's <laughs> not quite like that, but but it's funny how some people will they'll they'll, they'll take their their charts and they'll blow it up and they put it in the large butcher paper and they'll place it on the wall. Okay. Because there's so many charts and whatever, they'd rather have it on the wall and then. The, but anyway, I was able to go into uh, something like that, and um, there was a game in there that. No, thank you. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's I, I won't touch it because it's like it's just you know, it, it's just something that doesn't interest me. It's very hardcore. Uh, yeah, and it takes like you know, and the reason why they have these conventions 
is that it really takes a long time to play. Talagang, you know, yung, they'll, they'll play for like five or six hours in one day, put it aside, and then the next, the next morning, pabalikan nila yan. And they do this for most of the week. It's a one-week convention. Uh-huh. Okay. So you can see how well, how much of a commitment this is. At you know, at extreme, how extreme the commitment can be. And they do and they do this once a year. So yeah, I mean, once a year, why not? You know. Sure. You know. So that's a little bit more extreme. I would not. I don't touch that. I don't play that kind of game. And that's that's. But but some people do, and that's fine. I would prefer something that's a little bit more, you know, sit down and play. Even if it takes eight hours, I'm not really, you know, adverse to that. When you play. if you if you're starting out, I start out with something. Hopefully, the, the period interests you. Mm-hmm. Like if you tell me, oh, I'm interested in World War Two. Okay, then I look for something simple or easy in World War Two, and I'll try to teach it to you, and we'll play something simple, something not too crazy. You know, it's, but it's uh, normally a one on one. Yeah, yeah, one on one. Or probably something that there could be three, four players. Okay. Depends. Okay. Uh, multiplayer games are always fun because then there's a lot of back and forth between the players. And then players you, you get to... Uh, for me, when it's a uh, sort of a five, six player game, you, you get more time to ask questions. Because if it's not your turn, you're like, so why are they doing yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. So, absolutely. so you have... It, it's it, There's more space for you to... To sort of okay, just well, to get you going. Yeah, well, here, here's some basic ideas. I would recommend you do this, 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 just for the start. Mm. Okay, let's go. Mm. And then you, you roll in, start moving, and then sure. and then you coach them as you yeah, go along. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, yeah, absolutely. Um, but it, it, it even your right stand has something like that. Yeah, sure. Oh, cool. Like your right stand was talking about how you know how complicated. Are. But but the funny thing about that is that there's actually an article out. Or it's actually I, I forward that to people who if you if you're gonna play Here I Stand with me and you've never had to get I'll send you this article and it's, it's an article that says Here I Stand in twenty minutes. It's basically wow. it's basically a, a two or three page article that essentially just summarizes the, the need to know. But this is what you need to know. Okay. Okay. Okay, just to get started. Right. But they always say there's gonna be somebody there who's like the encyclopedia who knows that it's the <laughs> there has to be somebody there who knows the rules. Right. Inside out and hopefully you experience the game. Um, but really, you if you're again going back here, right? If you're playing the Ottomans, for instance, you don't need to know about marriages. You don't need to know about religion. Right, right. All you need to know is about piracy and just military stuff. If you're the English player, you don't care about you care about religion. You care about the new world. You don't care about piracy because you don't do that. That sort of thing. So there's only a subset of things that you're concerned about. Mm-hmm. The papacy does not concern itself with the new world. Doesn't worry about that. It has the religious rules it has to worry about, and the military. But that's it. It doesn't worry about piracy. It doesn't worry about anything else. I think that's quite interesting. So, I don't know some set of things that you have to know. (laughs) And if you happen to know something, you know, about what you don't need to know, but you know it, then it's all the better for you, right? So, So how to start? Slowly. (laughs) Slowly. (laughs) You got to nibble and and, and, and one bite at a time. I think I think also that, that that you have to be willing to put in a little bit of mental. Uh, you have to be invested in slightly also. This is not games that just don't play like King of Tokyo. <laughs> yeah, King of Tokyo or or, or or Cards Against Humanity or you know, mm-hmm. it takes a little bit of investment on your part. Yes, I think that's yes. and I think I think that if you're interested enough, you'll make that investment and right. you'll slowly. 
you know. I, I think the way uh, we're sort of approaching um, and then sort of learning, you know, the, the values of, of play in, in here, in, in variable play, is that um, there's just various stages uh, in a gamer's um, life. Yeah. Like he goes through, yeah, oh, I got to try this game and Very it's too like boring. It. Yeah. Like, it's too simple. Is there something better? And if you can serve Absolutely. them that, then they, they go, okay, I want more. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. How much more time can you can yeah. you give? Yeah. And and the moment they go, you know, the power grid thing, like three hours is kind of boring now. Yeah. And the moment you kind of hear that, are you interested in, co- in, in conflict simulations? What do you mean? Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I'm hoping that we get a little bit of that. But also, I think, well, I think, um, even with us war gamers or you know people who feel board gamers, sometimes we have people who who, uh, who who transfer out of the hobby a little bit mm-hmm. because they decide, oh, well, you know, this is really taking too much of my time. We don't want to be doing this anymore. Of course, of course, you know, we're sorry to see them go, but you know, of course, we respect that. You know, of course, yeah. yeah. And then we always welcome new people come in. Mm-hmm. Now, I left the hobby for twenty five years and then come back, right? Um, you know, so. Okay, no, I mean, it's, um, yeah. all kinds of people, take all kinds of people. I was mentioning that to, to Mark, I said, I entered there and I applied for their field board gamers. Oh, about board gaming? I'm putting up a board gaming blog. I gotta join these guys. Then I saw their conversation, like, mm, I think they're talking about something else. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you look at the if you look at the uh, description on Facebook, it'll tell you we're all well, yeah. Philippine historical board right, games, right, right. Well, and um, you know, are there um, Filipino designers who did historical gaming? Because good it, question, good question. Um, we have a couple uh, Filipino Chinese. I think I'm thinking of a particular of a gentleman right now who is actually in the U.S. Yeah, I went to high school with me, of all, of all things. Cool. <laughs> he and I went to high school together, and now he lived in the States. And he became involved in designing, or he wants to design, and get this, he's interested, he's designing a game on the on the Marcos administration. Oh. Marcos from martial law all the way out to the Power Revolution. Yeah. Okay. That period, period of time. So he's played something with that together, and uh, what happened is that um, it's it's there's a series of games. Yeah, so he's he's Filipino, he's Filipino Chinese. Okay. There's actually also another Filipino Chinese that I know about. He lives in Vancouver, and I know that he's put together, he's put together a couple of games. I mm-hmm. have not really played any of his designs. Um, so he so man and then. We have a few. That's right. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, because you know, we, of course, familiar naman yung right. tao. We have Mabuhay who right. does those copy-pasted yeah, um, yeah. games. With, and sort of, they're kind of disconnected to ha- what the rest of the world is doing in terms of gaming. And so parang, I was looking for... May carry over na ba? For example, I would hear about the, the Bataan... Uh, simulation mm-hmm. games and that wasn't designed by a no it was not it was uh, put together by an American his name is Vance Von Boris but uh, uh, yeah um, yeah you're right it's not uh, and there's a game coming on Corridor okay, okay. and See, that yeah. wasn't put no no not that. Okay. <laughs> different, even different company 
Okay. Oh, and, cool. Uh, but uh, that's been in the work for a long time and still has come up. And when I was in Arizona, I went up to the guy who, uh, who uh, the owner of the, of the of the game company, and uh, came up just short of grabbing him by this coattail. Like, what the hell is going on in that game? <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, yeah, basically he said. I hear you, man. I want this game to come out too, uh, just as much as you do. But you know, and he told me the signing of thing, the artists, and the, you know, whatever the, for the maps and all that kind of stuff. But he says this is definitely something I want to get out the door. And so he wasn't much more committal than that. But anyway, uh, the Filipino designers, yeah. So yeah, there's definitely room for more of them. Sure. And uh, one one thing though that that I I guess people might. React when when they see um, historical games or simulation games, they they focus more on the mechanics and how things work and how things interact. They're not that keen, maybe, with the components themselves. Um, they're quite abstract. Uh, they they kind of like uh, they, you you won't we have see ugly components. <laughs> we have those little squares, uh, hexagons, the, hexagons. Uh, what was that? They're supposed to represent. They're supposed to representing armies and divisions, yet they're like square pieces. They're not little soldiers and everything. Yeah, like yeah they're cubes with stickers. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Cubes, uh, stickers. Yeah. And and like if you turn some of them would have funky cool stuff where you you can move it from one face to another. Yes, and it's that's a right. damage. Thing. Yes, that's right. Yeah, blocking. We have that. Sure. Um. So it. You know, if if you're coming into board game, you saw, yeah. you know, uh, Crossmaster and all these really pretty components. Uh, you're not expecting that because yeah. all of the investment and in, in the time, the effort, the research was devoted on making the game as accurate and as, as elegant as possible. Mm-hmm. On how the mechanics, when you play this game and you finally realize... That does make sense. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly yeah. how it should work, yeah, and yeah, yeah. and that's sort of the interesting things yeah, that that yeah. happens with, with these type of yeah. games. It's not the roll. This happens. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Why? No, I don't know. Because yeah. it said there, it's yeah, more yeah, yeah. than the the challenge. I think that, yeah, the, the, certainly the components are not pretty. Uh, I think it's because it serves a niche market. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not monopoly, so it's not like a common interest kind of game where people will really. That said, um, there are certainly now, uh, certainly within the last, I would say, 10 years or five years in the hobby, more and more of a movement towards making the, our components better. That's good. You know, um, good. for instance, even if it's just, you know, even, yeah, we're still using counters, but we're thicker counters now. But I'm going to, it used to be well, like, you know, like, they used to have like paper maps and, and really, yeah, that's really, really thin, and then some are, you know, not even mounted. And so like, even I have, like, a power. I, 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 I want to touch those things. At least, I mean, at least give me mounted counters. <laughs> have, like, you know, I mean, give, the little chips have to be at least have cardboard. You know, don't, right. don't give me, like, a little piece of paper. That's not going to do it for me. But this Twilight Struggle had pretty... Those yeah, that's, those they, are they, nice, they, they, were, they were good components. Yeah, they were, they were reasonable components. I yeah. think. They're not great components, but they're reasonable. It's not miniatures or what, yeah. but it serves the purpose that it, the board still looks yeah. attractive. Yeah, and yeah. I think that there's more and more of that than other uh, to make something more and more part, attractive. Yeah, part sure. of the 
the success story, I guess, of Twilight Trouble, it, it gave you that bridge point. I, I often refer to it as the bridge point between more advanced uh, concepts in, in, in gaming versus most of the economic or miniature wargaming. That's sort of the, the bridge point where you can pass through. And it's really palatable to to most board gamers. Because when they look at it, oh, cool, I, I get yeah. to... See Fidel Castro. Yeah, that. exactly. <laughs> the, the, the picture of Fidel Castro in the card, and, and you, you, you certainly remember that. Um, it's, um, but for us, it, I guess, for, for if you get into wargaming so much, it doesn't, you don't, it doesn't really bother you. It doesn't bother me so much that, we're, that I'm using chips or, or using small mm-hmm. square counters. That doesn't bother me as much. Um, as a matter of fact, sometimes nakatongai for 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 old for old uh, you know the old school war gamers and you know I guess I'm gonna say Mark a little bit like Mark. Yeah, Mark's been little, gaming since like yeah 70s. since yeah for yeah, since the seventies. For him, it's like I mean, he doesn't like it when the 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 the, the, the components <laughs> are too crazy. So he's a little bit he'll he'll describe himself oh, as he'll describe himself as a little bit of a of a of a Scrooge in a sense. But but you know I mean that's okay I mean I mean you know uh, I can see what he's saying but I means it gets a little bit over the top yeah right. I can see that. Um, yung iba you know, naman kasi I, overproduced talaga wala namang content sa loob yeah, yeah. but it's like oh nice pretty components yeah, yeah. let's just ransack this yeah. game and move, use it to other stuff. Sure. Um, so how do how do gamers get well of course your your Facebook page yeah, is, uh, yeah Phil Board Gamers P I H I P H I L Board Gamers Phil Board Gamers um, you know I, you're welcome to join us um, and then we meet once a month or so oh cool we meet so yeah so we go there and we like to play outside or we like to play in Dyson Line so that other people can see what we're doing right mm-hmm. so that may or may not be a good thing but uh, at least people see that we are exposed a little bit to. Yeah, this is war gaming. This is what we do. You know, if I'm gonna be interested, join us. If not, that's okay. You look around. Yeah, and and I think you know, especially yeah. if it's like you're invested in already in a few turns, you know, it's one of those games where it's okay to be an spectator. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah, interesting absolutely. to actually watch. Yeah, absolutely. And see, you know, just ask, and people sort of most of you, I, I believe, would would have that sort of professional take where. Every move they make, they actually mention, and then they sort of explain why things are moving on a certain pace and whatnot. Well, I, I, I think that, you know, certainly if people are interested and are asking about what we have, we're more than willing to, to talk about what we're doing and what it's supposed to be simulating what we're right. supposed to be doing. Right, uh, well, We welcome that kind of attention. We welcome it when people ask us. So, yeah, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, and it's definitely a... A few notches higher than your typical chess, or <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, like I said, <laughs> but before. it it is sort of captures that type of crowd. Yeah, where it's I, I again as, as I said before, you know, there there is a demand for a, a, a you know pretty significant intellectual investment and yep. also investment in time. I think um, you have to be patient with it. You have to be patient with yourself. It's not easy to. Um, How do you pace? You know, pay playing eight hours like you. Well, it's not easy. Um, it's not easy. Um, sometimes we don't finish. Okay. Sometimes we don't finish. I mean, we just play, and then after a while, we're like, "Oh, I'm tired. Let's stop." You know, and that's a little bit frustrating when you're, you know. But it's like I mean, so we just can't finish. It's like, oh, we can't, can't. You know, you just have to stop. But we, it happens. Okay. Um, we like. So it's more of the journey, not actually. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, a little bit of the journey, not so much destination, but also the, the, the camaraderie of being with your right, friends. Right, right, right. Um, um, I was, uh, I was playing, um, the last war game I was playing, actually, the last war game I was playing with, with Vlad, I think Vlad Vladimir Sina. Uh, he and I were sitting together, we were playing a game called Karaguchi Gamble. And that was a, a, a battle in, um, a battle of Edson's Ridge in Guadalcanal during World mm-hmm. War II. So we played, 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 and I think we didn't finish. Mm-hmm. We were just exhausted after a while. We just exhausted ourselves, but we had a good time. Right. And ultimately, isn't that why you played the beginning? Yeah, yeah, I agree, agree, agree. We said, yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, when we finished, it was like, I was in trouble because I was the Americans, I was getting in trouble, I was in trouble. But Japanese weren't exactly great either, so it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't exactly decided yet who would win, but we were right. like, we, were, we, already, we were playing all afternoon, we had just had dinner, and we came back from dinner, played a couple of turns, and we were like, oh, boy, I'm, I'm, I'm really getting a headache, you know, I'm getting late, you know. But, uh, so we'll, we'll say, okay, forget it, let's just, let's just call it here, and let's just call the draw or whatever, and go home, fine, you know. Okay, okay. But there are games that are very compelling. I mean, I, you know, again, I was at that conference I told you about in Arizona, and then we played, I remember we started here, I stand at nine in the morning, and we didn't finish until five in the afternoon. Okay. We finished, and then after that, Nakata, the writer that had dinner, then I started the game of Virgin Queen, which is the sequel to Here I Stand, Stand, which is just as long, (laughs) just as complicated, that was very, I was like, I'll never do that again, because I can't do this back to back, because it's really a brain, it's really very exhausting. Sure, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was kind of interesting. Um, But I I guess that's part of the... That's part of the fun of it. The the thrill in the... Why? Why your the draw in is is really exercising that a muscle. little bit, a little bit, uh, but also because you know the the, the in, in the old war games there always used to be a little blurb in the box, you know, in in among the old war games that, that uh, and I'm sure Mark would, would recognize these games. There used to be a blurb in the box, you know. Can you do better than Napoleon? Right. You know, Let's say it's a game on Waterloo, on the Battle of Waterloo. Mm-hmm. You know, blah, 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 a little blurb, a historical blurb. Can you do better than Napoleon? So I think there's that appeal to it as well. So right. Can we change history? Right. Can we have another narrative? You know, yeah, yeah, okay, let's say, for instance, you have a game, let's say, on the Pacific War, on the game, uh, World War II, the Pacific. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Japanese lost, but it's a totally different narrative now. Right. It's a different narrative. I remember that I played a game, um, and this is an interesting game, it's a game called Churchill, and it was a really fun game to play because I had the pleasure of playing it and being guided by the person who designed the game. Wow. So that was cool. That was really cool. And Where was this? Up, this is in Arizona. Okay. So I was playing with three guys, the three of us guys, and it was called Churchill. It was supposed to be a game about... about um, one is Roosevelt, Stalin, and Churchill, and it was it was based on the conferences, the all the conferences, the all the Boston conference, all these conferences. You would you would have the three allies would get together, and they would negotiate things about you know about the war, mm-hmm. but also negotiate things about how the peace will happen, and what what happens to the world after the war. Right. And so you have to balance that out. You have to, and then you after you finish your decisions, you have to. The, the 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 consequences of your decisions is played out on a on a map. Okay. Okay. So I guess what what I'm trying to get at is the diff, the, the the end of the war was different for us. Okay. Germany surrendered, which is good, 
but Japan didn't because we didn't finish the A-bomb. The Americans didn't finish the A-bomb. Okay. And they okay. couldn't invade Japan at the time. So what happened was is that they had to... We had, it's like the end of the war for us was like we, 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 we conquered Germany. Germany was knocked out. But we had to do a separate peace with Japan. Okay. And it was interesting because in that particular game, the Philippines was never liberated. Ah. So there's, it's like a, a different narrative now, mm-hmm, a different mm-hmm, narrative. Mm-hmm, yeah. And you go like, well, you know, it's kind of funny. You're like, oh, well, you know, you know, you know. So in the world, in the world that we created, okay. the Japanese is still here. Okay. So yeah, we never finished the war. The war was never concluded. But I'm gonna put, it wasn't good, but it was never. We never knocked Japan out of the war. Mm-hmm. So so it's a different kind of a take. So the Panasonic and alternate history. Alternate history, yeah. Okay. And our game and alternate history as well. <laughs> but there's just, but that's another thing, yeah. There's all kinds of of, 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 of neat uh, games. Although this one has a little bit of um uh alien flavor to it, but um uh, Shut Up and Sit Down is a popular European podcast blog website. And they who is right? Uh, shut up and sit down. Ah, oh, shut up and sit down. Yeah. And they play this mega game called Watch the Skies. Never heard of it. Where, okay. literally, it's in a large uh, complex, mm-hmm. so maybe a gymnasium. So there's a big area for the UN. Mm-hmm. All the rep- UN representatives go there. There's a big world map, and you discuss whatever is happening. Mm-hmm. There's a military section, mm-hmm. there's an economics and whatever. So it's a simulation, you guys, you know, uh, the conflict though is there, oh, watch the skies because mm-hmm. I the think aliens are, aliens are coming. Uh-huh. And then you start discussing yeah, with, with different countries, negotiating uh, favors. And, yeah, and then trying to see who would pay for the yep. and then defense like, system. Yeah, so suddenly, out of nowhere, um, Japan would declare, "Oh, we're gonna host Olympics," uh-huh. and the Olympics would generate certain revenue for you, and that revenue is then funneled through the the military group, and they would yeah. Run. So that there are there are wow. games like that also that they, 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 you know get into that. Um, but I guess that's the draw, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. There's that, also a lot of draw in that. that. Yeah, sure. The the, yeah. the fact that you can re- kind of like. Yeah. Reinvent history, yeah, or at uh, least have some kind of like yeah, yeah, more powerful than you normally would be. <laughs> you normally are. You know. So, uh, and and maybe even to the point where you sort of deconstruct why they lost at a certain point. Had it been some, that they were able to overcome to some extent, certain, yeah, certain pieces, then. yeah, to some extent, that's 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 certainly something that's that that happens. I mean, you. Uh, we play a game and then all of a sudden we realize, oh, that's why they lost or that's why they won or something like that. Or you try out something that you thought, hey, if the Germans had done this, maybe they would have done that. This would have happened. And you try it and it doesn't work and you're like, mm, maybe, you know, your pet theory doesn't work or something like that. And that, that's fine. You know, that, that's, that's part of the appeal. Certainly, that's, that's a big part of the appeal okay. of, of historical gaming. Sure, yeah. Cool. Well, actually, I'm going to put this part of uh, a preamble in the front. Um, for you guys who are listening into this podcast, um, it is going to be a, it's going to be a little bit technical. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a little bit, um, advanced in the normal fare we would discuss. But definitely if you're a, uh, if you're a fan of, of history, if you're a fan of Napoleon or maybe, um, uh, to the two doors or the, um, the other 
pieces of history, then this then then prepare yourself for quite a quite a treat because um, we we are gonna be talking about uh, historical conflict simulations. Cool. All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> just, just so yeah. I had to fill that because yeah. um, make sure that, yeah. it's a it, it's it's very interesting. But of course, I, I see the fear now more clearly from from yeah. from a lot it's, of I people. I think I think I think some people can find it intimidating. I think if you if you look at the, what we do, you look at the board, and you look at what we're doing, and it's like Jesus, you know, it's just it's so, so complicated. I think that again, yeah, um, compared to like. Splendor. Oh, you have two well, actions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. That's why sometimes I can't play. I can't play Splendor anymore because it's. Just, what am I doing this again? You know, a lot of that. You know, mm-hmm. what am I doing mm-hmm. this again? Um, um, I've never run out of the situation where I'm playing a war game. What am I doing this again? I'm doing this. Again. I'm doing this because I'm trying to win a battle of Britain. Right, right, right. <laughs> As the Germans, you know, right. the Germans, I'm playing the Germans. And I'm trying to win a battle of Britain. That's why right. I'm playing this game. Uh, okay, now I know why. But if I play something like you know, Splendor, if I play like okay, Tokyo, it's fun. But really, after all, I was like, why am I doing this again? <laughs> so yeah. But I think, if you are hungry, you're past Splendor. You've broken the game. <laughs> you're you're past take it to ride. You you you've, you're past Power Grid. Mm-hmm. Then maybe these are games that that are yeah. It is. It is. And and and. Um, you know, we we recently uh, fallen in love with uh, Panamas, for yes, example. Yeah. Where we've been. Uh, it's a, a simulation game about uh, logistics. You're moving cargo from in between the the Panama Canal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you play as CEOs um, of logistics companies. But at the end of the game, you're. It's not the company's wealth. It's your pocket that you're mm-hmm. checking. So you're. Trying to earn money by working and collaborating with military. Yeah. <laughs> You're working, buying stocks of other players so that when their company pays out dividend, you get more money in your in your bank account and so forth. So it's it's plays faster. I, I kind of wish it extends mm-hmm. like one more year. Para ko na ko ko lang na ko ng konti lang dun sa kanyang. I think uh, a game that you might be interested in. Have you ever ever a game called Eighteen Thirty? That was mentioned by Mark. Yes, yeah. <laughs> thirty is a game about railroads and stocks. Yeah, it's it's called eighteen thirty because that was about the year when trains began to appear. They call it the eighteen XX series. Yeah, they called eighteen XX, but eighteen thirties, and uh, and it, it's about about <coughs> speculating in railroads and then growing your railroads and stuff like that, growing a railroad mm-hmm. in the American in the American continent. Look at that, investing in stocks. Right, uh, you know, so it, it, it's a little bit of all that. So yeah. it's, again, historical conflict simulation. This is right. not a war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. a war. Yeah, but, but you get to immerse in yeah, that you immerse part of in that thing. part of the world. Is that you know, right. about history? I see. Yeah. See. Okay. Okay. Um, I, 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 so the, the niche is now clearer, yeah. and it's it's not that much of a niche. I mean, you know, if my grandfather was still alive, I'd, I'd actually love to like introduce him to these type of games because I he, think. I think that there are more people who are potentially interested in this game, in this kind of genre of games, than than, 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 than is obvious. Like I mean, some you know when we were used to play at um, when we used to play at uh, Robinsons during right. the uh, uh, OGM, all, all, all aboard and all the OGM, all aboard, all that kind of stuff. 
Um, we would play, and then it would be a war game. That, and then a lot of people would come up and say, I didn't know there were games like this. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then we would tell them, you know, come and join us, and blah, blah, blah. We'd give them the information, and then they'd never show up. But um, <laughs> but at least, you know, they, they'd go like, oh, I didn't know there were games like this. Right, right. You know, and... Um, I, I often say, like, if the Filipinos had internet, or at least SMS, when the time the Spaniards came in, I don't know if they could have entered. Because, you know, the only, <laughs> our, our issues at that time was we were disconnected to, to each other. Yeah, a lot of islands. Right. Well, cool. Um, so if you guys are still here and you're, you're still alive and, <laughs> and, and definitely uh, interested, but probably hurting a little bit in, 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 in uh, uh, the, the brain, then definitely check Billboard Gamers out. Um they, they have a Facebook page, as mentioned earlier. Um, just search in, in Facebook. Yeah, Phil Board Gamers. Phil Philippines, Phil Board Gamers. And, Do you have a website uh, or just no, Facebook? No, just the Facebook. Just we Facebook. just have the Facebook page. Uh, we are meeting this. We, we do meet once a month. And we're trying to organize. Uh, oh, that is trying. key. Uh-huh. That is key. You, you need to have yeah. a consistent, yeah, yeah, a yeah. regular schedule. Yeah, regular schedule. We have about maybe about. Yeah, it depends on the month, I guess. But we have about anywhere from five to ten people show up at these things. Okay. And we try to we try to have fun. And then we're also um, uh, planning uh, planning a retreat. Okay. Uh, planning a little retreat that we're going to do like a... Tagaytay? Oh, nice. Nice. Gaming during the APEC weekend. The long... Ah, beautiful. Yeah, so... I gotta edit this fast. So we're planning to do that. Of course, anybody wants to join us, that's fine too. So we can play long games and we can... We'll play and then we can leave it at night, overnight. Right. Go to sleep the next morning, we're still there. And the tables are... The tables aren't magulo. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that's the part of what we're, I'm hoping that we can do something like that, and uh, yeah, so that's definitely in our in our in our agenda. Cool, yeah. cool. So yeah, we'll, we'll if you guys have links or posters, we can post it in in the blog. Yeah, we'll be more than happy to get it for you. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, uh, just no, just to to get Facebook. people. Yeah, in the Facebook. Well, I that's primarily our nice to the Facebook. We don't really have we don't really have a web page. You know, I argue, you know, I mean, the Facebook um, pages and all that. Yeah. Just, you know, yeah. We have, interestingly enough, Philip Board Gamers about 900 members, but we don't, yes. we never see them. <laughs> <laughs> we never see any of them. We see, like, <laughs> in, a, in a group, maybe there's, like, maybe five or ten of us who, who, who go to, you know, I'd sure like to see this grow. I'd, I'd love to have more people come, you know. Right, right, right. I think it's tremendous. I think it's, 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 it's just a lot of fun. I think that... Um, Especially younger people. Mm-hmm. Well served, uh, high school students would be well served to get into this kind of life. You know, there's nothing wrong with video games. Video games are great. I play video games. They're great. But after a while, you get to step away from... You, you know, gotta disconnect. You gotta disconnect from NBA 2K16. You, gotta, <laughs> you know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but I'm just saying that there's nothing quite like having somebody directly across from you. Yeah, I, I, um, I'm actually coming out with a new article in, in Variable Play where... I'm I'm sort of kind of rallying out to to parents that you kind of need to disconnect your kids because like there's this yeah. article that came out. Um, the daughter was being petitioned to well, it's a parody, but uh, to be euthanized 
because the only thing she could do was to text and roll her eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, the brain dead na raw yung bata. Kailangan na raw pa euthanize. And like, but in some sense, you know, um, it, kids um, are, are, are connected since birth and you kind of need to really work on it. I, uh, yeah, I think so. I think the, yung ano nga, the, the um, being able to sit down and being able to, that, that's important. I think, um, and to socialize with other, with other people. And also yeah. to get to enjoy what your your dad or mom yeah, a little bit. Are, are, yeah. are interested in. A little like, bit, yeah. Like, but also, I think oh, it's a terrific... Sad. I always say it's a terrific left-hand way of teaching history. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, can you imagine if you you know if you played Twilight Struggle in a class where you were talking about the Cold War? Right. right. You know, and I always thought that was a tremendous way of, of becoming an anti Yeah, I, I saw an article before. Uh, there was a... This was, this was in the States. It's a history teacher... Teaching them about about Waterloo, but it has miniatures. But uh-huh. the entire class was interested because uh-huh. you had half the class being the English. And yeah, that. yeah, so. absolutely. I think that there's there's a lot of that. Um, there was a there there, there, there was a gentleman who taught at a, a college, and then he uh, taught class, and he had Twilight Struggle between mm. the Cold War, and uh, Twilight Struggle has a I don't know if you know that the Twilight Struggle has a sequel. Um. Labyrinth? No. No? No. Twilight has Twilight Struggle has, has a sequel called 1989. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, remember, 1989 is the last year of the Cold War, and mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's just that one year of the fall of communism. Okay. You know, so that, that is that. That's just like the sequel to the Twilight Struggle is that. So, so he had that and Twilight Struggle. And then... So we had uh, the, the kids were playing either 1989 or Twilight Struggle, and at the end of the, the, end of the class, they raffled off the games. Wow! Because they, they they all paid, and then it's like yeah, all these you know what are you gonna do with like 35 copy uh, 35 copies of Twilight Struggle in 1989? Right? So, Karam palo ng stuffy. Yeah, the teacher. Yeah, Twilight Struggle is enormously popular, and uh, GMT always has a the company that makes GMT. Always has uh they always have a problem with keeping a game in stock. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's out of stock now. I think yes. they come out with a new printing. There's a collector's edition coming out. And uh yeah, so it's always <laughs> it's gone again. It's like you, you price niya more on stock market then. So thinking kasi ano, pag release niya, eh wala pa kong contact sa US no time na yun. Nakita, uh-huh. oi, ano pa? Uh para fifty dollars lang. Uh-huh. Oh, kaya pa to. Kaso wala pa tao na pwede mag, mag, ano, mag hand carry. So, hintay lang, hintay. <coughs> Finally, meron na si Regan doon. Okay. Wala na stock. Oh, yeah. May, meron sa Amazon available oh. 300 dollars. Yeah. <laughs> what? 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 Ano nangyari? No, because yan ang after. It becomes a collector's item after a while. Because they, they, they do run out after a while. It's yeah. crazy. It just, they cannot keep that game in stock, and uh, the, it is a problem with the gym. It's a nice problem, I guess. I, I once told, you know, uh, I, I had a chance to talk to the, the guy who owns GMT, the guy who, who hmm? and then I said, it's a nice problem. Hey, you know, I, I, um, why did you always run out? And so, I, you know, people want, and they, I keep selling out. They keep selling out, and it's a nice problem to have, but it is a problem. I cannot, yeah. I cannot keep it in stock. And... Uh, they cannot. It it, it it costs them a lot of money to to, to actually to publish this game to, to do another print run, 
It's yeah. not easy. It's not like, you know, oh yeah, we'll, we'll just whip that out, you know, no problem. It's oh, especially for a these lot of guys. Because yeah. yeah. they're they're the publishers themselves. Yeah, so right. they they put up the money. When 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 you publish a game, the only way you can make profit is if you go for thousands of copies yeah. or hundreds mm-hmm. of copies. Uh, right. Thousands of copies. Yeah, uh, about five hundred. I think about five hundred. Yeah, that's that was something that that, that 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 we have now because of the internet that we didn't have before. Before the internet, now they have something called um, I, I, I with GMT and the game that they have something called the P five hundred program. Okay. The P five hundred program allows us to preview games that the they're thinking of of printing. Okay. So say, oh, you know, oh, we're going to print this game called XYZ, and um, but we don't know how many people are going to like it. You know, so they describe it and they push it, and then you can pre-order it online. Uh, so what happens is that if they get to a, a certain level, and that's supposed to be five hundred, hmm. five hundred. As soon as they hit five hundred, then they'll say, "Okay, we'll publish it." Okay, then they'll they'll say, "Okay, they say, it is said to have made the cut." If it makes the cut, then the, the 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 publisher. So they have their own Kickstarter system. But yeah, <laughs> this is Kickstarter before it became Kickstarter. Right, right, right. So yeah, so they, they they push that, and uh, then they, they they sell to you for you know thirty five percent less than ah. retail. Right, because you, you, you yeah, because you're paying, you're you're essentially in a sense you're funding the printing of it. Yeah, ah, okay. By indicating your interest, yep. and it doesn't tie you necessarily into buying it in the end. In the end, like yeah, what I could do, I could I could always like say I'm interested in something, then I'm like then, then when it, when it hits the five hundred, say when I pull out, it's possible. I have done that with you know, certain, <laughs> you know it's it's it, they know and it's fine with them because it's like the, the like a friend of mine said, oh I'd really like to get this game printed. I like, could you pre-order this game because I really wanted to get five hundred. I had no interest in the game whatsoever, but he's thinking ah and like all right, so I pre-ordered it. Eventually, it went over 500 and I pulled out. I wasn't interested in the game anyway, but uh, he but did. He was, and he wanted to get it above 500. We could print it. He just helped push it up. Just, just to, to, to create the yeah. wave of Yeah, but interest. I could always pull out whatever I want. Right? Okay. Right, right. Yeah. Cool. So the internet has been a big uh, boon to war game. I think, I, th- I think the whole tabletop scene sort yeah. of really was revitalized it's because of that. Because of the internet. Where I think also with uh yeah, well with uh, that thing with uh Will Will Wheaton the way what he's doing. But even in wargaming Nismo is that we have videos on YouTube mm-hmm. of wargamers playing war games. It's a great way for us to kind of like shortcut the long manuals. Oh yeah. Yeah, right? yeah. It's a way for us to shortcut a little bit or to get to at least prime our brain and thinking, oh that's how it works when we read oh it makes sense right away. You know? Okay. But and also, the how long are long manuals? Is it is uh is are the videos real time? Is it, is it actually thirteen hours? Or? No, 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 no. But means it's like they'll they'll just go through a turn. Okay. They'll go through a turn, and it's just more instructional. It's not really you know, it's an not actual really an actual game, but it's instructional. Like you know, this is the way we do this, and um, or some people play through short scenarios. After the, um, I, I'll I'll just edit this out. Yeah. Apple, you, uh, with with XCOM. Oh, I love XCOM by the way. Uh, yeah, we tried so X- XCOM the board game. Oh, yeah, the board. Oh. I meant the computer yes, game. I, I, I also we also that play game. that. So, uh, one of our volunteers, Ikeo, um, he always wanted to to run a, a video channel for 
board gaming. Mm-hmm. And we were looking for which content we, we want to work with. So I think I finally found it. Because with, with XCOM, we can, the way we're going to run it is that uh, you got an overhead watching the board. Uh-huh. Then you have two other cameras who's positioned in between the, the, two, uh, the two players. So you're always looking at what people are deciding on. But that's not the real meat. Real, uh, it record sabay-sabay, whole play. Then, we're, we're going to do like a TV sports edit. Mm. Ah. Para siyang real-time play. And then, lahat ng downtime, kasi kunyari resolution phase, pasok ngayon yung commentators. Oh, he just, he, I think he's deciding on, on, uh, hyperwave versus this. Oh, mm. well, uh, it's a good thing they, they chose. So, Mangyayari ngayon, I think one aspect, I don't know who can start working on that, how how it looks like, how it feels like. Because when you watch these sports channels, you feel the excitement of playing football, but you don't know how to play football. So, I don't know, maybe just an idea that maybe wargaming could, could. I don't yeah. know if you guys are interested in... I mean, we don't mind. I mean, we anything to help the hobby, I guess. I mean, we, we wouldn't mind... I, mean, I don't know exactly how something that would work, but yeah, sure, why not? It's going to be a long, long recording. <laughs> it may be, or we could play something short. Right, right, you know, right. It doesn't have to be long. Essentially. Okay, cool. Okay, so I'm So, thank you very much for uh, visiting. That was quite expansive. Um, and it was really, really cool. Thank you very much, uh, John, for, for uh, sharing you, your... Me. Uh, experience and your love for this hobby and, and we're all in this together in different aspects and different ways and, and we definitely would want to help out on whichever way we can. So, mm-hmm. cool. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, Jose's not around to do our <laughs> exit uh, credits. So, Jose's do that again. Um, and this is brought to you by no one <laughs> because we're paying for this ourselves. I think cool. That's, yeah, okay, that's, Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, pal. Bye. No